Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR and new customers. You can actually bet $5 on any college football team and get $200 in free bets instantaneously. Win or lose, and that's with promo code DNVR, only on DraftKings Sportsbook. I am Patrick Lyons. And I am Susie Hunter. Patrick, it's always... An interesting time at Coors Field. Isn't Every it? dang weekend, it's all we're always here on a Sunday, and something weird happened. Yes, sometimes it's the weather. Rarely it's the weather. So early in the season, it can be weather. Sometimes it can be livestock on the field. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, We've but, got the picks. <laughs> but as usual, it has to do with the play on the field. And, you know, on the drive over from the stadium to get here, I thought the game started in the seventh inning. Like yeah. it was two two. They played for six innings, but the game started in the seventh inning. And Kyle Freeland went out there. He's approaching a hundred pitches. Gives up. Uh, I think it might have been a single and a double. It was one out. Walks a batter. Bases loaded. Bud Black comes out. He's at ninety nine pitches. Mm-hmm. What was your instinct? He's he's probably done for at that point. I would think yes. If you've laid, if you've loaded the bases, you're already at such a high pitch count there. Let's just call it a day. But they don't call it a day. They no. leave him out for that one last pitch, and that was the downfall. What's interesting is, and again, we'll never know because we live in the reality in which there were a series of comebacks. There were 11 innings. Uh, yep. it, it was uh, an unfortunate loss for the Rockies, 9-8. to eight, So they weren't able to uh, finish off the sweep of the Giants. Uh, they fall to 53-70. and 70. But it... We won't know what would have happened in a world in which they just would have lost outright, and we would have gotten probably a little spicy Bud Black <laughs> saying like, "All right, why'd you leave your guy in?" Because he said after the game, like, "You know what? We we liked the matchup. We thought you know Kyle was going to be okay there. Uh, everything was lined up." Kyle even said after the game yeah. he made his pitch. That was what was so interesting because if you go back and you have AT and T Sportsnet or Ivaca TV because you can watch it there. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of composure in Kyle Freeland's face. Like he's, you know, he's pissed. You know, he gave ends up giving up six runs there, five earned. Gives up the grand slam to Longoria on the first pitch, pitch number one hundred. But nevertheless, he's like, I made my pitch. That wasn't a pitch he should be able to hit out. I wanted yeah. to miss inside for a ball to feel his body language out, and Longoria beat him. Yeah, he said specifically, I don't know how he hit that. Yeah, and and in a weird way, it's almost like that takes a little bit of weight off your shoulders because you go. Hey, I, I did what I was supposed to do. I executed. And sometimes when you execute and the other team is better, you just tip your cap. And that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. So that's what Buddy said. We were talking about it. We decided to keep him in. Now, when he came out to the mound, he was out there for a while. And I go, okay, he's thinking about leaving him in. The umpire gets close. And I, I've only seen this the one time with my own live pupils there. Your pupils. Okay. That's it. Uh, with my eye bulbs. And <laughs> All right. It seemed as if when the umpire got close, he almost gestured a little bit with his right arm. He was looking into the bullpen like he was trying to see if Lamette was ready. He wasn't and said, yeah, you know what? I'd rather leave Freeland in and trust him to do it than go to my bullpen and someone who maybe isn't ready. Mm-hmm. Leaves in Freeland, pitch number 100, grand slam. That's the game. That's it. Too bad, so sad. Except... Except there was more baseball. (laughs) There was so much more. There were so many more comebacks after that. Bottom of the seventh, Montero goes, hits a solo home run. So now he's got four on the season. Love that. Three this weekend, right? Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, well, we'll get to his big two yes. home run game on Friday. What that means historically in franchise history for a young guy of of his caliber. History. Histrionics. I love that. <laughs> but then in the bottom of the third, three more runs by the Rockies. Tie it. McMahon double. Blackman single. Gritchick two run homer as the cleanup hitter. Yeah. We're tied six six. Whole new ball game. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling at that point? The momentum definitely seemed to have swung the Rockies' way, I would have thought, right? It felt oh, like yeah. that. For sure, yeah. It definitely felt like the game opened up for the Rockies. Things were going to go well. But, you know, no lead is ever safe at Coors Field. No tie is ever safe at Coors Field. Yeah. Nothing is safe at Coors Field. I think Bernard was also the uh, the ghost runner, quote-unquote, out at second base to start he the 10. He was. So you already like that from that yes. angle. And you're like, okay. Unfortunately, Gilbreth couldn't get it done there. Uh, he is charged with two runs there. But again, the Rockies rebound. <laughs> single by Ryan McMahon. Scores Bernard from second base. Makes it 8-7. And then Blackman does it again. Second time uh, in the day. A single against another left-handed reliever. When will teams learn? You cannot <laughs> do that. Again, he is the left-handed version of, of Albert Pujols at this point. Basically. A lefty's in the game. Some damage is going to be done by an old-timer. A little, maybe a little bit of gray in his beard. He's going to get the job done, and Charlie does that. Patrick, are you seeing gray in Charlie Blackman's beard? Not currently. Okay. Seen. I've seen. You've seen? Are we we, could, is this a just for men situation? I cannot actually comment if we've got a JFM situation going on. <laughs> I don't want to start any conspiracies, but how, we'll just say figuratively speaking, when you reach a certain age, there, yeah, there's gray in your beard. Whether it's literal, whether it's not, whether you've plucked it, whether you've dyed it, doesn't matter. But the Rockies do tie it 8-8. Eight to eight. Tip of the cap, too, to Charlie Blackman. As, as I said, uh, what he was able to do there in both rallies. Buddy, you know, uh, was, was very uh, uh, high in his praise of Charlie Blackman. That's why he is, of course, our DraftKings Sportsbook king in the game. Goes 2-5. for five. Both singles, but both against lefty pitchers that were... They were in the game for him. They even, uh, I forget who the first one was, if it was Alex Young perhaps, came into the game to face him. Charlie gets the job done. He does score a run, and uh, he's a a huge part of both those comebacks. Good to see him back in the lineup. He's been scrapping a little bit second half. I feel like it's been hard on him. It's been a little hard on CJ Crone. Yes. Didn't see him today. He's got the day off, but Mm -hmm. said Tuesday. He'll be back, but we're tied up 8-8, and so you say, all right, we've got another shot in the 11th. I don't know if you've thought about this, but the exact same thing happened for the Giants and the Rockies, except completely different outcomes. You had Gabe Kapler calling for the bunt. Boom, removes the runner from second to third. Now there's one out. They get the sack fly uh, from the number two hitter there, and Giants score a run. Rockies go to do the same thing. Brian Servan lays down a bunt, pops up to the pitcher. You get a, a fly ball to right field that is caught, that should have been a sack fly. Sam Hilliard goes to third base. Really great defensive play by Evan Longoria. The ball is behind Hilliard, and yet he's able to tag Hilliard's foot before he touches third base. Or at least that's what New York says. That's what New York says. It was it was so close. I don't I don't think he was out. Yeah. In, in my opinion, I don't think he was out. And it's one of those of like, let's let's just call this thing. That, that I didn't I didn't I expect know. that to get overturned because I thought it was no. I thought it looked it looked safe to me. I'm like, well, if it's that close, yeah. you know, it has to be really egregious for it to be overturned. And there right? was another play. Uh, it, maybe that was how the, the ninth ended. And it was the same play. McMahon at third base going to make the tag. Missed, missed the foot. But it, it looked like, whoa, maybe you could have something there. 
Uh, I know that was late in the ball game. So tough loss there, nine eight. Could have had the sweep there. Could have had uh, the first sweep Could've. against the Giants since uh, I believe 2018. It was either 2018 or 2019. So you know, Giants had been playing really well. I think they had won something like 12 straight in a row uh, against the Rockies there. And uh, May 18th, Rockies get a win, and they had won five of six at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll come away five and two uh, since that May 18th win against the, the Giants. Yeah, now listen, if we're going to mention McMahon, we have to mention <laughs> the disappearing ball act he pulled. <laughs> the wrong kind of disappearing ball, right? <laughs> like you want to be able to find the ball where you want it. In this case, it, it was not. That was That was so strange. Maybe you can explain it. Maybe you could kind of go through... The emotions of like, that's impossible. Yeah. So that obviously didn't happen, yet it very much did. It looked like there was a glitch in the system, (laughs) the way the ball. So like he's just doing a routine play, goes to catch the ball. It goes right through the fingers of his glove. And even Ryan's like, what what just happened? Like he looks so confused. It was bizarre. And... uh, even after the game, we asked him, like, so, like, what was that like? Have you ever had a ball go through your glove like that? He goes, is that what happened? He actually did not know for sure he didn't. what happened. But I felt bad because that's the ball he's, or that's the glove he's had, rather, since high A. So it's been with him through so much. So it, it's time to retire it. And that's, um, that was actually the point in the game. Oh, that sneeze coming on. That was actually a point in the game that, uh, would have been somewhat pivotal in the second when the when the Giants were able to get two runs there. That was where one of the mm-hmm. unearned runs came in. Uh, he hadn't made an error in the entire second half, mm-hmm. which was something. Uh, hadn't made an error since June 7th. So, uh, you know, he's been playing really good defense. And so that's an error. I mean, period. it is an error, but like, like it's ruled as an error, but like how much of an error is it? <laughs> yes. It used to, when I would be uh, huge into football, it would always bother me, a tipped pass that was intercepted. And go, oh, the quarterback didn't do his job. He threw an interception. He didn't. He threw, you know, maybe a well-placed pass or maybe a not-so-great pass. He didn't throw an interception. Interception was the result of the play. Mm-hmm. So it was like... Yeah, it was kind you, of like that. Exactly. Yeah, I think... I don't know if someone from the Giants team, like, came over to the scorekeeper like, hey, can we get that to be, like, a hit? Like, that would be really helpful for our guy <laughs> yeah. since, you know... The, the the third baseman didn't error. His equipment erred. Yeah. So could that be? But unfortunately not. And I, that's that's basically a play that you will now forever see on the blooper reel. Mm-hmm. Now, you might not see that course field. They might not show that play there because you're like, ah, you don't want to show up your guy, Ryan McMahon. But any other ballpark, you will most likely see that play because that's one you just go, what? And I feel like I've probably seen a play like that before, but none that I can recall I think you can, right? Didn't you recall one? We were, we were chatting so about that. So Vlad Jr. did this at least once this wow. season. We were looking at some video up on our side of the press box earlier. Yeah, Vlad Jr. It happened to Vlad Jr. I think more than once this season, but definitely once. Yeah, uh, RIP that, that mitt, man. That was, uh, that was the mitt from uh, High A Asheville at the time. No, I think that might have even been Modesto. It's hard because they've shuffled it around so much. Yeah. And the leagues themselves have moved around where South Atlantic League was low A and now it's considered high A. Uh, and this is the point in which everyone goes, uh, I don't really care. Maybe we're getting too deep into the specifics. But yeah. there are a lot of really great specifics on the DNVR.com, especially 
Major shout out. Look, our guy you hear is doing a great job producing here in studio for us. But our other producer, Kale, I don't know if you've if you've checked out, he's basically has like a you know photography blog of all the photographs that the DNVR Nuggets guys have going on over in Serbia. They're there visiting Nikola Jokic's homeland. It's amazing the they're- content and the people that they're getting to meet yeah. during this you know, eight to 10 day trip to Serbia. It looks like they're having an amazing time. It looks like they're learning so much and seeing so much and meeting so many people. And the pictures have been awesome. I think they're making a documentary. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) I could see that. I saw, I think I saw a tweet about a documentary. So that's, that's very exciting. And there's a lot of information also too, uh, in our members only discord too. So again, 50 cents for your first month to join the dnvr.com. You get all that great access to all them and, and all the great Broncos coverage, man, they're, they are heating up and you get a price break on the tailgate too. I think, uh, next Saturday already, Ooh. there's another, uh, there's another exhibition game. I want to say spring training, but it's not, it's <laughs> kind of, it's summer training, it's summer training, but, uh, yeah, those, uh, those boys are going to be back. And so get all that and more at the DNVR annual membership does get you a free shirt from dnvrlocker.com. And again, it's football season. So that means not just the NFL, but also the college football season. It's back. It's time to enjoy the tradition, the fun, the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. To celebrate the best time of the year, new customers can bet just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets instantly. Win or lose. You can also place same-game parlays for a shot at an even bigger payout. You know you get all that great stuff and more. You can deposit, withdraw your cash whenever you month, whenever you want, which is probably the most valuable element to that because there are... There are some other, uh, I'm just going to leave it at that because being able to withdraw your cash whenever you want, that's important in a bank too. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, DraftKings Sportsbook very much could be your bank if you're making the right picks. That's why you got to make sure you're watching. Well said. Our guys RK and Andre over at DNVR Bets. But download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code DNVR. Bet just $5 on any college football team and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code DNVR and only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. One per new customer, minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as eight $25 free bets. Restrictions apply. See terms at DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. My DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week is the Minnesota Twins Ooh. to win the AL Central. You can still pick division winners. So if you're like, well... The Dodgers are definitely going to win. Now, granted, the payout on that is probably not going to be a ton. You may have to put up like a thousand bucks to win a hundred. It's probably even more than that. But the Twins right now—they're only one game out of the NL Central, AL Central. Yes. Uh, they're infinite amount of games out of the NL Central because they're not in that division. Um, but they are, uh, <laughs> according to DraftKings, White Sox even have better odds. They're two and a half games back. Uh, at the start of Sunday. So I like what the Twins did. A little bit frugal on the trade front. Tyler Male was uh, was a nice pickup for them in their rotation. So uh, in general, the Twinkies, man, they're they're just one of those teams to root for. Them in Cleveland, they're, it's going to come down to them. Two, uh, two frugal teams in the AL Central. But I think that's plus 225 right now on the Minnesota Twins to win the AL Central. So that's a decent bang for your buck there. All right. Overall. Uh, Rockies have not won three in a row since July 12th through 16th. Had that, had that, had that there. That was the opportunity. It's been more than a month and we will keep waiting. We will keep waiting. When's the next opportunity for the Rockies to win three in a row? Uh, I don't, I mean, they're playing the Cubs in Chicago. I mean, that's still like a month away. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
Texas over the next two days would have been really nice. Uh, especially, I mean, if you, if you win Sunday, I mean, shoot, man, at that point you could have a five-game streak going mm-hmm. on, which would tie for the longest uh, this season. But you got two against Texas before you go to New York. They do have three in Cincinnati. It might even be four in Cincinnati. I think it's three. Three in Cincy. Uh, you're finishing up in Atlanta before you come back home again. So it's it's going to be hard for them to, to possibly do that. I figure they'll have one more three-game uh, three game span, I think, at some point. Going back to the uh, to Kyle Freeland there, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we, we both probably would not have left Kyle Freeland in the game at that point. Would you rather, Susie, okay. uh, get knocked out of the game because of a home run? We won't even say grand slam because that just adds insult to injury. Um, but would you rather get knocked out of the game by a home run or knocked out by a line drive that <sighs> hits you in, a, in the chest with a 108-mile-per-hour ball off of a bat of Sam Hilliard or anyone for that matter which would you rather have happened I would rather give up the homer because he <laughs> looked like he was in so much pain and I'm trying to see an update on how he's doing um I was just looking it up and I mean we think he got hit in the chest right I thought so yeah yeah, yeah. so some of the something I just saw said that he was hit um I don't know. Hold on. I'm as sure. you're looking, I'll as say I, this. As I'm, yeah, you talk. You, you. As you're looking, <laughs> Jacob Junis was actually very good for the Giants. He was. Uh, second appearance at Coors Field in his career, I think 2017. That might have been the last time the Royals were here. I know he was a guy that's buddies with Ashton Godot, so they had a good time uh, catching up during one of the uh, the series in Colorado. But it was his first start at Coors Field. Six and two-thirds innings pitched, five hits, three runs, no walks, six strikeouts. You know, uh, would have been nice for him to get in the seventh, save the bullpen a little bit because we know the Giants' bullpen hasn't been great. They've been decent mm-hmm. as of late, but overall, you know, Sam Hilliard knocked him out of the game, literally and figuratively. Yeah, CBS Sports says that he was hit by a comebacker on his glove hand in the seventh inning, but it really looked like, to, I mean, to us that he hard. got hit in the chest, and it looked really hard. So regardless of where he was hit, but it, they're saying initial scans are negative. That's good. And there's yes. no obituaries out. There's either. no obituaries. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. So that's also good. He could be injured, but he's not obituaried. He's not. That's a, yes. Obitu- that past tense. Past tense of obituary. <laughs> the verb is obituary. We're just we're just making up words here. It's that kind of Sunday. Bullpen was okay until we got to extra innings. Uh, Lamette, Lawrence, Estevez, two and two thirds innings pitch. Only gave up a hit. Uh, Gilbreth, as we said, didn't have it. Hilliard had two hits and the line drive. Mm-hmm. Um, Montero with the home run. Let's talk about him on Friday night. So actually, how about this? Okay. Uh, we each had a day off to start the series. Which game would you have rather have gone to? A, Brendan Rodgers, walk off in extra innings, or the first two home run game of 24-year-old rookie Elias Montero? Which, if you knew going into it, which one would you want? <laughs> Which one would you pick? I mean... Because uh, um, that's good, right? It's that's, a, they're it's neck an un- and neck. It's an unfair question because I was at one of those games as a fan. Oh, that's true. You were actually at both <laughs> I of was them. actually at both <laughs> games. I forgot about that part. <laughs> You're right. So you know what? Then, yeah, bottom line, I'm a loser because you got both. You're I right. got both. I which, actually had the best weekend ever. Did you? Which one did you en- maybe enjoy more? A little bit different because maybe one you had a fan hat on. The other one, you're doing more of the of the journalism thing. But mm-hmm. did you have one that you kind of enjoyed a little bit more? I will say the vibes on Friday were immaculate. Yeah. Um, just a lot of people having a good time. There were uh, there was a bachelor party out in the bleachers, and they were all dressed as different Jim Carrey characters. And my friend Danny and I sat with them for half an inning and 
got a picture with them, but like they were hysterical. They were also quite inebriated, but they were pretty hilarious. I would have hated to have drawn the, the the short straw and had to dress up as the mask. You know, like, oh, this green paint. Everyone else, you know, you might be able to to salvage the wardrobe. I wonder I wonder which one of Jim Carrey's characters, at least in the early part of his career, because even now he doesn't have too many extreme characters. The Sonic no, the Hedgehog his... was a little bit wild. But hmm. Ace Ventura, he's got some swag to him a little bit. Oh, yeah. So the, the groom got to be Ace Ventura. Ah, <laughs> nice. He, okay. I, I'm pretty sure he got first dibs, but he did have the, the wig with the swoop. Mm-hmm. They were they were just vibing. It was really funny, though. So one of them was dressed up as the Grinch, and they were on the big screen a ton, okay? But uh, this mom and her two little girls came over, and they were like, oh, they, they just wanted to see the Grinch. I'm like, I don't know if you do want to see the Grinch. The Grinch no. just had, like, five tall boys. I don't know if this is appropriate <laughs> for him to be talking to your children right now. Grinch is usually a little bit rough uh, to begin with, even when he's uh, he's a bit sober. Right? Yeah. So it was it was really funny. It was such a fun game, though. And of course, you know, I got to I was still in the bleachers for one of Montero's home runs. Yeah, both the straightaway center field. Uh, Saturday was a four three win in ten innings. Uh, Rockies had lost ten straight in extras, believe it or not, which I hadn't realized uh, had been that bad. So that was a nice one. Hmm. Third walk off of twenty twenty two. B-Red's got two of them, uh, two this year, two in his career. Another four-hit game for him. Uh, yeah. Just, he's got four four-hit games. Just dropping four-hit games like it's nothing. What did I say about B-Rod going into this season? You nailed it. You absolutely. What, what did you say after he was batting 081 in April? You said, no, double down. Give me more B-Rod. He's been great at the top of the leaderboards of second baseman. I down. You definitely did. <laughs> Ryan Feltner did a really good job bouncing back. Really felt like he had to. Had something to prove. Six innings pitched. Two hits. Only one run. Two walks. Five strikeouts. So that was his third start of the season, actually going six innings, giving up only one run with five or more strikeouts. So again, you like that he's got that potential in there because there are plenty of guys that you could say, hey, maybe if this goes right, maybe you could have this. There's a little bit of evidence saying, look, he actually can do it against some teams. That's a jumping off point, which I think is really important. And Brandon Crawford had himself a home run since 2019, 10 home runs at Coors, most in Major League Baseball. Kind of will be nice to see him retire at some point. Yeah, or at least just <laughs> stop coming to Coors Field. Because, yeah, he, he had a great time. He had a great time here he this did. weekend. Um, but circling back to Feltner, though, I'm so glad that he had a good outing because the last time we talked to him after his last outing, last homestand, he said something that really has stuck with me. And I know we mentioned it on the pod before, but he mentioned how, you know, you always think about what it takes to get to the big leagues and you don't necessarily think as much about what it's going to take to stay in the big leagues. So I'm happy that he kind of made that quick turnaround. Very true. I think about that quote was rent free in my head. It does for me too. And that'll be something maybe to unpack in the off season. You know, I don't, I think as a young guy, he's just saying what's on his mind, but that could mean some things about the Rockies as an organization, as far as Hmm. preparing their players for the big leagues, rather than just letting them maybe quote unquote develop at their own pace. Are they actually getting their guys ready for the big leagues or not? He definitely didn't mean it that way. No, but... but that, was, uh, that was how I was able to read through the lines just a little bit of the Matrix, the green letters and numbers coming down on the screen. Listen, Patrick's always overthinking, and this is a time pays off. where I like it. It does pay off. Jose Urania, fifth quality start in nine tries on Friday night. Dude had, uh, I'd only given up three hits 
It was uh, he only gave up one run until uh, a couple of inherited runners ended up scoring in the seventh. But went six and two thirds innings pitched. Uh, retired six, uh, excuse me, eleven in a row, which was nice, oh. and didn't give up a hit between the first and the sixth. Both by Jock Peterson, who does some things against the Rockies, and that's going to happen when you play, you know, majority of your career in the NL West. Yeah, but you know what? I also did notice. I noticed this on Friday, and I noticed he did it again on Sunday. He uh, got so mad after a couple of at-bats where he threw his bat. I just love seeing him throw a fit. Interesting. Yeah. We know, hey, that's that's okay. You He's an that. emotional guy, you know? That's fine. Let it out. But when so, it's someone who crushes the Rockies like that, I'm just like, <laughs> yes, cry about it. Yeah. If, if you frustrate our fan base, you frustrate us, we kind of want you to get a little bit frustrated too, which is a great segue into this ad read for... No, there, there's no... <laughs> I wish there was a frustration pill. It's like, um, wait, where, where is the segue going? All of, all of Denver would be on the... I thought you were going with Lightshade. You go Lightshade? <laughs> no, that free plug for Lightshade, though. Yeah, crush the weed. That definitely could help. That definitely could help. No, that's going to be that's gonna be a, a new fun thing, maybe, for the offseason. Fake ad reads are like, it seems like it's clearly going to be a segue, and then it's not at all. I like I like messing with you guys a little bit. We're gonna that. we're gonna workshop this in the off season. I like messing, which with is that. coming up soon. There are less. Th- I think what is it like about fifteen games left at Coors Field. That's about right. Yeah, I I, I looked at it as after this Tuesday series, or excuse me, Wednesday series starts Tuesday against Texas Rangers. There's still six weeks left in the season. We've got like uh, three series on the road. New York, Atlanta, Cincinnati, right after that. You know, the season ends with three series, kind of, Giants, and then a back-to-back in L.A. against the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. But really, in those six weeks, only two homestands mm-hmm. of, of a week long, of two series. So, like, that's it. So, I mean, this is almost kind of the end of summer, and then yeah. we'll kind of come back for two quick little reunions here and there, hopefully to have a, a little bit of fun. Hopefully have see a couple more big games mm-hmm. from L.A. Uris. Montero. I know how to pronounce his name, and yet I'm still not doing it right. You know what? Hilarious. But I'm still hearing it pronounced by everyone totally different ways. 2025. 2025 is when Denver will know how to pronounce it. And again, <laughs> I know how to. I just don't do it yet, and I, and I just need to slow myself down and say, Hilarious Montero, 24 years old in two days, youngest to hit uh, two in a game since... Trevor Story in 2016. Ooh. You like being in the same class as that guy, right? Mm-hmm. Love that's, that. That's good company right there. What else is this like? The fir- uh, fourth youngest in franchise history with five RBI. Also, Trevor Story. And then this might make you wince. might make you feel good. Flashback for a name. Ian Stewart. Juan Uribe <laughs> also did that one. Uh, Susie Last Rocky with two home runs. Oh, Chris Bryant. Yeah. July 8th. Against Arizona, remember him? I I uh, sometimes don't. <laughs> Raise your hand if you saw him in the clubhouse this last week. I don't know if I saw him. He's just walking out. Yeah, on with the boot. He's got. He's still booted. With the boot. What's the? Uh, we have to see if you here can find out what the over under is on a half of game played for Chris Bryant. I am taking half a game played. What do you think? Does he play a game over? Or are you taking the under, and we do not see Chris Bryant back on the field? This could be a whole. This could be a whole show. Yeah. But you know what? We'll we'll just we'll throw it out there right now because we have so many things to talk. I about. I don't. Th- I don't think we'll see him. I'm taking the under as well. Yeah. I'm taking the under. Chris I think Bryant. if we do see him, we'll see him for one game, and then he'll be back on the IL again. Which means, well, if, if we don't see him, it means the last time we will have seen Chris Bryant is in bobblehead form. 
That's and my bobblehead was really bad. It it did not look the great. one that I got just had the worst paint job. I don't and think I I, I, I I still I swear I will never get off this soapbox. But they got his nose all wrong on that bobblehead. Wow. That that bobblehead could be anyone. Could be anyone. Um, Montero going into Sunday's game started mm-hmm. seventeen of the last Rockies' last eighteen since I think it was Game Two on August second in San Diego. Seven doubles now, four homers, uh, thirteen RBI. And I learned this fun little fact. And you, you would, if you had asked me before, I would have said maybe one other person did it. But the odds are probably zero. Like how many times has a guy's first career home run been as a DH? Probably zero. It's mm-hmm. never happened before for the Rockies. They're an NL team. Well, yeah. How many times has there been a DH? Maybe you can go, well, what about 2020 season? Did anybody debut? If you got a really good memory. I don't actually think anyone debuted in 2020 for the Rockies on the offensive side. Yeah. Tommy Doyle. There's a name. There's a name. That is a name. Uh, he debuted on the pitching side. Uh, Ryan Castellani, I think, also debuted again. Pitching side, but if we're talking DHs, Ashton Godot doesn't really happen. Debuted 2022. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with you. You're confident on that. So I'm pretty sure. Again, probably has <laughs> never happened, but Ryan Sheely did it back in 2005. Again, another blast from the past that the hardcore fans go. <laughs> Oh my God, that 2004 season in Tulsa in the Texas League. He had 31 doubles, I think 26 homer, 99 RBI, just shy. Probably should have been the Texas League MVP for the Tulsa Drillers. So, real blast from the past. So, it's cool. Elias Montero, he's, uh, he's going to be on a lot more of these lists as the season goes on. It's a shame, again, only about 39 more games, I think, for him to, to kind of continue that. He's going to lose his rookie status. So, you know, maybe he'll get a, he'll get a third-place vote for Rookie of the Year, uh, depending on what he does. Yeah. But he won't have that opportunity next year, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he goes over that, I think it's 140 a plate appearance threshold. So uh, not so bad. But you know what? The threshold you need to get over is oh. one online. It's foco.com. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Well, look, they've got all kinds of amazing gear for you to check out. You name it. I mean, Broncos bobbleheads are coming. Yes. They've got all kinds of great merch, all kinds of great swag. We know they've got the Joe Sackick bobblehead. We know they've got the Nikola Jokic back-to-back MVP bobbleheads, um, City Connect, you name it. All you got to do right now, use promo code DNVR for 10% off. Whether you're live or in person or from the best seats in the house, in your home, you can be surrounded by not porcelain dolls like Ryan McMahon likes. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are made of something different. And they're I love not gonna, that rumor. They're not going to haunt you. We've got a couple of bobbleheads just to your left that are a little bit haunting. Yeah, look at that look. <laughs> you know, you're laughing, but it's a, little, it's a scared laugh. There's a tear I saw just trickled on your right cheek. I need an adult. It's kind of scary. <laughs> the sun's going down a little bit. You know, fall's coming. It's Stop. weird. But you know it's not weird and it's not going to haunt you? We're- the bobbleheads <laughs> from foco.com. <laughs> Again, use promo code DNVR for 10% We're off. We're going to turn the studio into a haunted house for Halloween season. You really should. <laughs> we, we, we really should at this point. And look, check it out because there's still plenty of golf season left. 70,000 plus golfers with the Colorado Golf Association. They've got their very own USGA handicapping system with worldwide access to score posting and GPS tracking. When you join the CGA over at uh, coloradogolf.org and you use code DNVR for $5 off your next membership. You can get all kinds of exclusive deals on courses like Aspen Glen Club, 
the club at Ravenna, the Pinery, and more. Members, you gain access to all kinds of exclusive membership. We can get discounts at Imperial Golf Tech, PJ Superstore, you name it. You probably rub some elbows with uh, one of our golf pros, one of the Mitchell, one of the uh, golf bros. Yes. The bros that are pros. Just hit one million on TikTok. <laughs> one million, folks. Congratulations to them. Props to Mitchell. Making, props to Spencer. Making goofy golf videos that people they're funny. absolutely they're, they're so funny. They're effortlessly funny. It's I'm jealous. It's 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 very good. Yeah, yeah. no, they those guys are crushing it. So uh, make sure you check out colorgolf.org. Um we talked about what was the better game, Friday or Saturday. You don't have to answer that. You were at both. Um, some players that, you know, I don't know if we want to say what game was better than the other, but, you know, that that had good games that, that stood out. We saw Wynn Bernard with his first career double on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, had the game-winning run on Saturday night. Yes. That was awesome. You know what? I was I was thinking this Saturday night, but, yeah. you know, it's been so great talking about Wynn Bernard's incredible story, his insane journey to get to the majors but it's like okay now we can just talk about how he's doing at actual baseball so that was saturday night was fun he had a great game and it was nice to just talk baseball for once connor joe you know maybe we jinxed him when it came to the on base streak but he pulled a hilliard and at this point it has to be the hilliard but actually yes <laughs> so so what's the, what is a hilliard for those that aren't initiated into DNVR Rockies in our, in our culture, so to speak. A Hilliard is when <laughs> you look in the mirror and look at your face with a beard and say, this beard has no hits, and you shave it all off. <laughs> I didn't remember the quote, but that's amazing. <laughs> Connor Joe did the same thing. Uh, he said it was more like St. Louis is just brutal. Yeah. Switched it up. Fresh face. I had to stick around late on Friday night, <laughs> had to ask him. He's like, yeah, talking about his homer, about the win, whatever, some adjustments, batting lower in the lineup, you know, two for three uh, at the plate, even had a walk, so he had a really good day. He thought he was going to get away with it, had to ask him, smiled, big cheeks. He's like, <laughs> I had to do something different. I'm like, that was it. That was the trick. He's like, yeah, or all the hard work that I put in. Yeah, or. But the, hey, who knows? Or and, that. <laughs> I thought, and he didn't say it somehow like mildly snidely where you're like, Come on. Like, I put in so much work. He said it 100% jest. So I love <laughs> It's true. Yes, it's the work. We know. But I like that he leaned into it a little bit in that way. So it's that was the great. hard it work, but it's also not not the other weird thing that I did. Hey, your first home run since June 7th is when you when you trim down a little bit? You didn't realize it was that long, Oh, huh? well, I did not <laughs> realize. When you say it like that. He kept he kept the no beard, too. He's got the shadow. He's a 5 o'clock shadow guy. He's got a shadow. But he shaved again. Uh, Ryan McMahon had a good... Good night uh, on uh, on Saturday. Let off for the first time in his career. I looked it up. I've already forgot how many games he's played. 260 something. Now it's got to be way more than that. Mm. But first time leading off in his career in the big league. So um, why? Well, you know, Buddy says he, he wants his best guys at the top of the lineup. McMahon is one of his better guys, 340-ish, you know, on base percentage. One of the interesting things is he leads Major League Baseball with – 5.38 pitches per at-bat. So he sees a lot of pitches. Mm-hmm. That's good for the rest yeah. of the lineup. Um, is a guy who's done that his whole career, actually has the franchise record, 4.36. So right now, if he stays on that pace, you know he'll set a new uh, franchise record, uh, which he set in 2020. It was a shortened season. So this one uh, will be a little bit better. But in August, in 17 games, going into Sunday, 4.06 on base percentage, 6.10 slugging. 
since that conversation mm-hmm. with Buddy in the San Diego, conversation. the conversation, he's been uh, playing really, really well. And did you catch his new walk-up song? I... Oh, did you think about yes it? You're digging no. through. Yes okay. and no. Um, Good answer. Because I asked him about his walk-up song yesterday, <gasps> but I don't know. Did he change it this weekend? So before I this weekend? I didn't notice it on Friday. You didn't. Could have happened on Saturday. It might have. I asked someone and they were like, uh, I didn't notice it. But for his first at bat, he had a different song that made you feel like you were going to get a bass hit. <laughs> Unlike his, uh, I forget I forget the artist, something with Trip, Super Trip. I don't know, but it's like an instrumental. It's very like California, almost like a lo-fi kind of beat. Doesn't really get you amped up to hit. But I had Shazam ready, his last four plate appearances, and, and nope, they went back to the original one. Oh. And I'm like, come on, I need to know what this other song was. Weird. He actually had like lyrics to it. But no, so it just was there for the first plate appearance. So I don't know. You have to come out to the ballpark and find out if he does uh, if he does have a new song or not. I'm going to have to look into this a little more. All right, real quick, giant shenanigans here. Wilmer Flores, I learned on the scoreboard, likes corn and anchovies on his pizza. Have you? Have you uh, uh, corn and anchovies. Why not, I guess. Corn, honestly, in a weird way, makes sense. I don't know if I've ever had corn on a pizza. I've I don't seen hate anchovies idea. on a pizza. Like if you had an elote style pizza. That would be really that'd good. Be bomb. That'd be bomb. Someone right? call sexy pizza right now. Call them up. Call Now, have you ever eaten anchovies before? I have. Really? Yeah. Um, so when I intentionally? did. Intentionally? Yeah, a few times. Well, when I was little, uh, my friend and I used to just like call the pizza place and order delivery for like the weirdest pizza we could think of. So like I've had anchovies on a pizza before. Um, but okay. also when I was doing keto and when I was doing paleo, anchovies are an excellent, disgusting snack. <laughs> wow. You hear ever uh, get in on the anchovy game? Have you ever eaten an anchovy? You're kind, I'm actually kind of, kind of normal. Well, technically, no. we probably have all eaten anchovies because Caesar. that's in the Caesar dressing. Oh, yes. Yes. Invented in Tijuana, Mexico. Um, but I had anchovies in San Francisco, inadvertently ordered a real Caesar salad. And I'm like, what's this other stuff in it? It was really salty. But look, when in Rome, you got to eat it. So it was okay. All right. So we, we see you out here, Roma Flores. J.D. Davis, I'll give you here and Susie, I will give you both a million guesses. And you will never guess <laughs> J.D. Davis's middle name. J.D. J.D. Davis. Just take one guess. And you're not even going to be close. Um, well, I know it's not a D. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So now you're going to be closer. That's the thing. So he's J.D. because J.D. Jonathan Davis. Jonathan Gregory Davis. He's A. Hey, J.D. because those are his initials. That's... But And so he goes by it, but his middle initial isn't actually D. So... That's kind of weird. <sighs> the Giants are kind of weird. All right. I want to know. <laughs> You're like breezing past that. <laughs> I want to know because you were there on Saturday. Okay. This is a big deal. Yeah. Tell me about Jose Iglesias, 10 years of MLB service time. You know what? Um, we got a chance to talk to him before the game, and he was talking about just how wild it is to have made it 10 years. He said, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but he said, you know, playing one game is a blessing and then just everything after that has been incredible Um, and how he's so grateful that he could make his dream come true, his dad's dream come true. We know we talked a lot about that, especially that first game um, 
that Rockies home opener. Uh, but, you know, we also reflected on, like, you know, the process of defecting from Cuba. And, yeah, this guy's been on a journey for sure. So, uh, he, you know, he's been he's been with a lot of teams. And it was cool to see him celebrate 10 years of service time here with the Rockies. Yeah, that must have been nice. Charlie did it earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Chasin got it last year. For anyone that doesn't know, it's not just like, oh, it's a cool round number. Like, it's service time. It's not 10 years. Because you could be, you could play in 10 years. I feel like there's, there has to be someone out there. Look it up if you want. Or rather, please look it up and tell us. Yeah. <laughs> but you could play in 10 years in the majors and never even be a free agent. Like, maybe the next mm-hmm. year, you know, you're like maybe 33. But you keep getting up and down or, you know, promotion, demotion, option, etc. You could play 10 years, but it doesn't mean you have 10 years of service time. It doesn't even mean you have six plus years of service time to even become a free agent. So, like, it's a big deal. You get you go into the uh, Players Association pension, um, which is a big deal. Look, I know these guys make millions of dollars, and you go, ah, they should manage their money better. Well, what if you invest your money? That money is invested. You don't you don't touch it. Like you, it's invested. It's mm-hmm. there when you need it, at maybe towards the end of your life. So when you get a pension uh, at age forty five, did a little research. It's about sixty eight thousand dollars a year. So you go. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Jose Iglesias, Charlie Blackman have been playing that long and have made so many millions of dollars. At 45, they're going to make $68,000 from their pension. That doesn't seem like a ton of money, right? Um, If you wait until you're 62, which is up there, but we know people also live longer, you get uh, $220,000 every year. Big difference. Kind of a big difference if you can hold out. So I think that was kind of interesting. Uh, Next up for the Rockies... Alex Colomay, CJ Crone, Randall Grichuk. After next year, or at the end of next year, they'll be at nine plus. So they would still need to sign like a one-year deal and and play some time in order to get to their 10 years. Chris Bryant won't even get his. So this this puts it in perspective. You go, hey, he's finally a free agent. We know, um, you know, his service time was manipulated a little bit with uh, with the Cubs. And so maybe he should have been a free agent last year. So that's an extra year. Been in the majors for seven years going into this one. This is his eighth. He will not uh, have ten years of service time until twenty twenty six. That is like, like a think of, you know what I mean. Like that's time from now. Yeah. So like that's that's really impressive, um, you know, to be able to do that. So uh, that that's really so, yeah, cool for good, good for him. Congratulations, Iggy. Congrats for him. Yes. Uh, congrats. Uh, if we're gonna go off the board here, Alan Trejo. Uh, he homers twice on Sunday, yes. including a grand slam and a six two win for the Ice Topes. Had five of their six RBI. Albuquerque has now hit Grand Slams. Has hit 12 Grand Slams this year. Most in minor league baseball since 2007. Yeah. Hmm. That's a big deal. They still have got a way to go. This season is going to be in a lot deeper uh, for the minor leagues mm-hmm. uh, than the last couple. Last year, I mean, it, it went pretty deep. But usually it ends around Labor Day. This year it's going to go at least the middle of September. We know Fresno and Spokane, they're going to the postseason. So uh, they're going to be playing late. I think they even got playoff tickets already out there for Fresno Grizzlies. But I don't know. Uh, I don't think there's a good, you know, Slam Diego version for the Isotopes. <laughs> new Slam, New Slamsico? For New Mexico? No. Slam BQ? No. I don't think there is one out there to I've celebrate just, this team. You know what? I've just been calling it the Albuquerque Grand Slam Factory. Ooh, I like that. Which I think is just fun. And I mean, it's a lot of syllables, but. Uh, how many more Grand Slams does Albuquerque have to produce in order for it to be known more for the Grand Slams than for 
Blue Meth from Breaking Bad. <laughs> um, I will say four more. So 16? Oh, man. All right. That's it. They might might get a, a fancy donut after. There's a donut place in Albuquerque <laughs> that I went to that has like a special blue meth. Not really blue meth, but a special like donut that looks like blue meth. And they only serve it on like Walter White's is, birthday. Oh, is it like rock candy on there? It's like rock candy. Different yes. kind of rock candy. Yes. And it will keep you going all night because of the sugar because of the sugar <laughs> full disclosure uh we got a couple of injury guys to talk about we might have to get to that on on tuesday some good news some bad news uh article up right now on the dnvr.com all about antonio Senzatella and just how severe is that injury that we thought was pretty bad on thursday in st mm-hmm. louis it's about as bad if not worse so you can read more about that we'll talk about that on tuesday's pregame mm-hmm. here uh in studio at about noon uh but Again, there are so many crazy things that happened at Coors Field this weekend and on Sunday, and you were kind of in the midst of, of some of it. You could say it was almost like a zoo-type atmosphere, it, literally and figuratively. It was, it was literally a zoo. So it was <laughs> Dinger Day. It's not Dinger's birthday because no. we know that the hatching what was in, it was in April. I think it's April 26th is Dinger's birthday. In- interestingly enough, they were showing video of him hatching, and I thought, Dinger, avert your eyes. Do you want to watch your own hatching like that? <laughs> Dinger was looking right at the scoreboard. He should have done a head spin just and the spin way, it around. He but. should have. That would have been appropriate. But like just watching Dinger come out of that egg butt naked, <laughs> just it's absolutely terrifying every dang time I see it. But yeah, Dinger had a birthday party. All of his mascot, not a birthday party. Dinger just had friends over, basically. It was Dinger Day. It was an excuse to sell some shirts, really. It was an excuse to sell some shirts. But um, yeah, mascots from all of the local teams, except for Rocky for the Nuggets. (gasps) He was not there. That's right. And we were... We were talking about his incident passing out, coming out from the rafters. How many other mascots can you name that were there, by the way? Um, uh, ooh, okay. I'm drawing a blank on so many okay, of them. Okay, so th- I, I got to see the Rapids mascot for the first time. Right, what's his, his name, name? Is his name Rapid Man? That's the, like- all right. <laughs> so hold on. You hear we've never talked about this with you before. This is a good DNVR <laughs> Rapids mashup. I'm going to go ahead and say Rapids Man is an awful nickname, <laughs> yet it's so awful you go, that's my dude, and you're okay with it. What's the real take on Rapids Man? Get on the mic, you hear. And it's that's- one word. It's one word, too. That's literally the take where it's so bad that it's good. <laughs> yes. It's just like the map. Like I, li- I followed the rapids for like a long time. Yeah. I just figured out that it was water. He's supposed to be he's water. A, he's water. Yeah. I just like figured that out. Kinda. Yeah. What like, did you think he was? I thought it was just some crazy thing they came up with. Like, a blue ice pop. Yeah, I just thought it was a blue guy in a suit. Like that's blue literally blue. what. He's, I, no, he's jacked water. So uh, that's <laughs> he's like, got, like so, yeah. So he's uh, what we joke about is that he's uh, the Kool Aid man, uh, older buff brother that like doesn't that. intake any oh, sugar. Yeah. So that's oh. why he's buff because he's all water. I like that. Spin. That's good. Thank you. You're here. Although it's also pronounced Rapidsman. Rapidsman. <laughs> Rapidsman. All right. So we had Rapidsman there. Um, Wooly, the mammoth mascot. I didn't know who that was, but that is a very intricate mascot. Also bald mascot or balding. Some mascots are like bald, but you don't think of him as bald, right? He's just it's like, it's like a shaved head. And then he's got the hair coming off the sides. Like he's. Hmm. I didn't get that good of a look. Maybe. Yeah. I didn't notice. That I, he was I was from up high, so I could oh, I see his scalp. Oh, I guess you can see that. No, I yes. was down on the on the field. That's a cool mascot. I kind of dig Wooly. He was. He had a big presence, so yeah. I liked that. Um, I don't know the the Buffs mascot, but he was he was doing some weird stuff. Chip. 
Oh, Chip. Yeah, he did have a little. Patrick Saunders, I'll call him out for in a good way. He popped for Chip. He was like, oh, Chip's here. He was excited. He's a Chip guy. Okay. Patrick Saunders a Chip guy. And then I don't know if it was him or Groke said, hey, they should run Ralphie out here. That would have been really interesting. <laughs> no, it, it wouldn't have been. But uh, I thought that was fun. Chip was there. Chip was there. Chip was doing some weird stuff. Rammy the Ram. No, I don't know that, that that's not Rammy's I name. I don't I don't know. And it is Ram no, it's not Rammy. Rammy the Ram. That's so Also, that's we have a video creative. of all the mascots kinda like high fiving Dinger after all the let's first see pitches. Him. Yeah, that will So let's see if we can catch Ro any names on the back. Bernie, oh, Bernie, of course. Bernie for yes. the abs. Yes. Rody the Roadrunner. Also I'm, I hope <laughs> Witten Bernard got a picture with Bernie because they're both Bernies. Oh. And I never got a chance to find out if that happened. Dang. Yep. Bernie. Who's a better Bernie? Win. It's going to be win. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. I you don't know, know what? Now that I'm looking at this video, it is such a shame that they did Dinger Day on a Sunday where Dinger has to wear the City Connect jersey that doesn't fit him right. Ooh. That's right. Cam it's, the Ram? Cam the Ram. Okay, that works. Hmm. Okay. The Cam Fam, if you enjoy the Ram. So we know uh, we know you're in on possums. If you go to Susie's farm, you would have possums. How about donkeys now? I met some donkeys today. It was really some. exciting. Pull up that donkey footage. And that's that not like pictures. a euphemism for some of the guys that were in the Jim Carrey bachelor party. No, literal donkeys. Look how cute that they were so cute. Um, they were from the Sea Lazy U Farm, which is a sponsor of Coors Field. We see ads for them during games. But yeah, they brought a couple of donkeys to Dinger's party and they look how cute they are. And I got to pet them and I got to feed one of them a treat. And un unintentionally, you're wearing Shrek green today. <laughs> Shrek green dress. <laughs> Next to a real donkey? Patrick, what? I will literally punch you in the face for comparing me to Shrek right now. No, I just said the color. A, I just said the I A, I just said color. Physically and, assault you. And B, you almost <laughs> physically assaulted someone who accused you of wearing a yellow dress earlier this morning. So you've got a mean streak in you when it comes to colors. So don't just say nice dress. Don't say what color dress. Just say nice dress. I'm That's living a tip to beyond. Anyone out there. I'm living beyond color. No, oh my god, I can't believe you called me Shrek. No, I said Shrek colored dress with donkey there. Um, it's not even a dress. You, it's a jumpsuit, Patrick. Before we get out of here, did you have something? Oh, also, shout out to Hunter Goodman. We see you. Oh. Homer's in five straight games. Doing it up there in high A Spokane after his promotion. Um, but did you have something on the Little League Classic? It's going on. I feel like next week is really when it's going to heat up. We'll talk a little bit more about the you know, Little League World Series. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, but Baltimore and Boston in Williamsport, surrounded by a bunch of kids. Less than 3,000 people will be at that game, believe mm -hmm. it or not. Uh, they had a slugfest on Friday, five home runs, 15 to 10. I also point that out because uh, the Sabre Convention. So a bunch of our friends from the Denver chapter, Rocky Mountain chapter of the Society for American Baseball Research. We're the best baseball cult in the world. We are the, we are the finest baseball cult in the world. <laughs> yes. It's more... It's more culture than just DNVR Rockies in general. It's it's one it match above. It actually is. <laughs> it actually is, yeah, for sure. But they were actually at that game, so that was an interesting one for them to be at. But you you had a couple things to say about uh, the LLC, as it were, up there in Williamsport? You know what? I don't know if I have a lot to say. Okay. I do have a lot to show. Ooh, okay. We got a little game. Oh, we do. So we've got some pictures of some little leaguers. Our own little leaguers. Mm -hmm. 
and I want you to see if you can guess who 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 they are. Okay, well now there was one little leaguer that I had an image of in an article that came out earlier this week on Randall Gritchick. Oh so no, we'll no, no. I'm sorry. It's not it I'm not talking about Rockies. I'm oh. talking about DNVR folks. Okay, I'm let's go. I'm talking about our own. Let's do it. Yes. Ooh. Ready? This could be interesting. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. First one. Let's see the first one. Let's embarrass some people. All right, who is that, Patrick? All right, so we've got, uh, I don't know if that's a Boston Red Sox uh, on the cap there, a Navy. Good hitting form. Now, I'm trying to think back to uh, our home run derby. Now, this person bats from the right, right-handed side. But I think they batted from the left-handed side. There's a lag here on YouTube, so I'm looking at this picture from so far away. I think that's you, Susie. That one's me, yeah. Yes. I'm an ambidextrous hitter, and this is how I posed for the picture. But yeah, this is me uh, in my softball days. This is the year I won most enthusiastic. And I still put that on my resume, and I I look insane for every job I apply for. You mean to tell me that somebody actually beat you out for that award at some point in your life since you first won it? No, no, you still have it. Me. You still have that reward. I still have it. Yes. I mean, you're supposed to return it to the little league for it to be given to another small child, <laughs> but you've kept it and you keep updating the plaque on it. It's it used to have like a small bottom, and you're adding like pieces of wood it's, to it. Like it's, it's literally the Stanley Cup. The Stanley Cup yeah, of most enthusiastic for media slow pitch softball. Were you on the Twins? Like, was that the team? Because it no, no, it was, it was an M. Um, no, so it was for media. Media is the town that I'm from. You're from a town media, and you work in media. And yeah, it's, media. it's very strange. All right, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see the next one, shall we? Oh, I mean, you should know this one. <laughs> <laughs> At a distance, that pale child with an oversized mitt, uh, he would eventually grow into that one. Uh, and uh, I imagine he had a, suffered from a lot of trauma from continuing to root from the A's uh, during a couple steroid scandals from some of their players. Would that be at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter? That is Patrick D. Lyons. Oh, this picture is adorable. I just love the A's logo. That's just not the A's logo. It's just A's and whatever this font is. It, it's Well, I think all of the teams just had like the word across the chest. And so because the A's is just A's, it just looks like, okay. I think that might be like old Tiger Stadium. I was thinking about what that could have been in the background. Oh, yeah. I think they switched it out. It was a green, and I also grew into those buck teeth as well. That you did. You know, I had big teeth too. I don't know if you could see it in my picture, but like my teeth were pretty big. I'm glad I grew yeah, into them. Yeah, I think that I think that's common. I think yeah, that's common I think that's. Co- I think like yeah, your teeth are just your teeth. They don't grow. Teeth are the teeth. The teeth right. are the teeth. All right. <laughs> now that this has gotten proficiently weird, we definitely have <laughs> some more. <laughs> Let's look at some more children. All right. Do you remember? The, do you remember? Do you recognize this child? All right. First so, of all, terrible form. So lazy. I love that. Uh, is that called the Henley style tee? No, that's a, that's like a button up. It's three quarter baseball style. Yeah, yeah. There's an actual name for it. I can't think of it. But I love white with the uh, red font across the chest and then baby blue sleeves. This hat does look like the hat that I wore. I, I wonder if it's someone twins. from my town. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think that's a that's an actual twins one. I'm gonna go ahead and guess that's. Eric Weedham? It is. A young Eric D-line Weedham. D-line himself. He could maybe have been my brother back then. Yeah, honestly, I thought that you two looked an awful lot alike. Very similar. The freckles, similar. the... Big chompers the big in the teeth, front. teeth, the big chompers. He's a hitter. I had the glove. He had a real background there. That might have been That might have been the park in... in that it might have, been might the, have just been... The field in City Park. That might have been where we were at, actually, <laughs> believe it or not. 
Yeah. That's amazing. So cute. These are great little league photographs. We have more too. We, we have more people to embarrass. Should, I think we should embarrass them. We should put them on blast this week and like make sure you're tuning in this week. See if we can get a couple extra views from people in our own company and go ahead. <laughs> look, hey, we're going to show pictures of you as a child um, when you were in little league and your gigantic teeth and gigantic bat and oversized glove. We might as well. Look, we got, we got to take the clicks anywhere we can get them. So we're going to save the last two. I think we should. We're going to save the last two because actually we might even get some more. And they're going to see like, oh man, I want to get roasted. Although we weren't really roasting people. I kind of want to roast little kids. Not going to lie. I mean, this is the safe space to do this it. This is a safe space us. to roast children. If you share a photograph with us, hey, you can even do it in the members only discord. Oh, uh, like, please. Yes. If you have a little league picture, send it to me. And we will put it on the show. Yeah. If, if again, only 50 cents for your first month, but if you're a <laughs> member of the DNVR.com, feel free, throw it in the members only discord and we'll go ahead and you could say, Hey, this is a roastable one. Don't roast this one. Uh, you don't have to sign a waiver, but sign you have the an roast waiver. Exactly. Yeah. We're, we're just trying to whet some appetites for us to, to get more of these, uh, these pictures. Cause they're, they're a lot of fun or even, Hey, just throw it, throw it to us. And tag us on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. At Patrick D. Lyons is where I'm at. And I'm at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. Shall we let you here go to dinner with his wife now? Yeah, I think we should. That, yeah. that, that was one of the reasons why I was like, you know what? Let's give you here a little bit of momentum so he can eat, have a meal, uh, and give some of our future shows some momentum so that yeah. you know we can see those Little League photographs. But truly, you know what they say about momentum? It is only as good as your next show. So we'll see you Tuesday live at noon here in the DNVR studios.